Aloha Kohala. It is three o'clock here on December 8th, 2021. This is Isla Allgood here with Mikkel Anna. And we're going to be doing intuitive talk story today. We're both pretty charged up for it today. And um, I'd like to start kind of with a story and then we're going to go into uh, the topic very deeply. Uh, we were talking earlier, uh, Mikkel and I, about ascension, how the entire planet, all of us, are ascending. And part of that that's really been coming up, not that it's new, but it's, it's up for today, is about uh, entities and dark energy that is infiltrating us or can be infiltrating us. And I wanted to start with a story because I've had a couple of experiences lately. Uh, w the first one was I was talking with someone, we were having a nice conversation, you know, mm, nothing deep and but just a pleasant conversation. And before I knew it, the person, he just started to bark at me and it was at me and it was about me. And it seemed really clear to me in that moment, somehow I didn't get sucked into the, the whole person, taking it personally. And I just got that this person has some kind of entity, something going on there. And then a few days later I was interacting with somebody else and I got upset about something and I couldn't let it go. Like I was in my mind in this place of anger and just kept rolling the stuff and the anger just kept rolling around. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. And I'm getting goosebumps. There's something, there's something in my field here I need to get rid of. I need to clear something. And I don't have to know exactly what it is, but that's what I need to do. Uh, so that, that's entities, dark energy, and we're going to go further. And I'd like to ask you, Mikkel, you work with people all the time, all, every day pretty much, and you're in their energy fields. Can you share with people just to start with a little bit about what you're doing, what you're experiencing? Woo. <laughs> okay. Or wherever you'd like to start with yeah. that. So um, well, I do energetic clearing um, and body work and, all, but, and also on the phone and also in person. But the energetic clearing part is, I think, what we're really talking about here, which is moving into talking about things that don't belong to us, things that aren't mine, right? Aren't yours. Transmuted energies, um, actual entities. Uh, and then there gets into things that are just like things that just get stuck on us, you know, things mm. that are sucking energy from us, things that are dampening our energy. Um, not allowing us to receive our clarity. So how do these things happen? They ultimately happen from ourselves because, well, I am the creator of my reality. Mm -hmm. And so it happens by us giving our power away on some level, mm -hmm. somewhere that we give our power away. So in general, most of us are giving our power away all the time mm -hmm. on some level because uh, our giving our power away can be as simple as a thought that we have that like I don't have the capacity for something or well I'm not really good enough or I'm, and we've talked about these kind of things a lot these yeah. programs and things that run and ways that we don't feel good about the self but in essence when we um, aren't clearing our field or taking care of so you can think of your your house you are a temple we are a temple of the infinite. We are a temple of God, a temple of love, a temple of the infinite. However you want to say that for yourself, it's your house. It's your house and you want to keep it clean. You want it to be vibrant and your own. And, and you don't want 
other people living in your house, right? You're not like, hey, we're going to walk in your bedroom and there's people sleeping in your bed. You know, what's up with that? You know, so <laughs> you want to keep your house clean, right? You don't keep people right. out of your house, your field clean. It's no different with our personal body energy space. This is our spaceship. It's mm-hmm. our house. I'm a spirit, a light inside of this thing, and I get to run it. So it's really cool to have one, right? (laughs) It's really amazing to have one of these that can do a lot of things. And so other things want to have one too. There's energies everywhere. Other energies out in the universe that we don't see. That's right. Yeah. Because we're in a, 3D is our visual. We're here 3D. It can touch it. 4D, now we get into the energetic realms and Mm -hmm. energies that we can't perceive. But, you know, we've all felt. We can perceive them, but we don't see them with our our five senses. Some people do. Yeah. Many don't, but yeah, you might. So fourth dimensional energies are things that were not perceived by the naked eye, Mm. usually. Um, And so those energies are everywhere. And you can think of it as just like where you are energy. I mean, your battery, your light, you're producing energy all the time. Everything around us is alive. It has thought and energies. And you're like a computer, this space. So you're in this spaceship computer that can do all these things. And so other energies, if there's any place to get in that computer, to get in that spaceship, oh, there's an open portal. Hey, let's get in that porthole. Hey, I see an opening. They're going to get in and try to like, you know, make home. Manipulate. Manipulate. You can yeah. think of it say, with food. It's the same It's same conceptual. There's one you can visualize like a, vi- uh, you know, viral, let's say sugar is a great example. Mm-hmm. Sugar attracts things like candida. It attracts energies that like to eat it. Right. So it wants to eat those energies. So it actually attracts them into the body because it want, you eat those energies and then you create those out of the... One thing creates another, creates another. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but this is on an energetic level. On an energetic level. level. Yeah. So let's say I'm really depressed and I mm-hmm. go down to the KTA and a bunch of people were in this aisle like having a fight before I got mm-hmm. there. Okay, And I walk into KTA and I'm like feeling down myself so I'm kind of just open because I'm down. Yeah. So basically, if I'm not in a heightened state, my right. energy field's a little. My energy field is just open, unless I've protected it, cleared it, put it into place to where I want it to be. That's where it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So I walk in kind of low, depressed, and then I go shop and I walk through. Literally, I don't see it per se with my right. physical eye, but I walk through all these energy cobwebs of this energy and this confusion and this anger and this all this stuff. And that's kind of like what you were just describing. Like you got home and felt like, God, why do I have anger rolling around all over me? I don't feel good. I feel angry. Well, because some you just saw in this situation, I just walked through an aisle full of anger and I got it all over me like you might walk through a forest. How many times has anyone out there walked through a forest and you get home and you're like, been in the, and you're like, oh man, I got cobwebs. Oh, like hitchhikers. Yeah. All kinds of stuff all over me. You know, <laughs> like, whoa, how'd that happen? You know, like, but that's what happens. Yeah. It's more, it's a visceral feeling, when it, but that's what's going on all the time. And so we have to clear and clean house mm-hmm. so that we can hold our own energy. Because if we're not cleaning it, dust is, debris is flying and getting in the windows and Clogging the system. Would you say that that um, that those kind of lower vibrational energies, like anger and fear and resentment, are are kind of like a magnet for more of that negative energy to come in, or that Absolutely. dark energy? 
So what we were saying before, we've talked about vibration and we mm-hmm. talked, you just mentioned ascension time. So here we're in this time. I perceive it as a choice time. You know, we're in a time of choice, mm-hmm. deep choice. We're in the planet of free will and we have a choice to either move into greater harmony and love and balance with ourselves. We can choose that. We can choose to, we can choose all sorts of things, right? But ultimately we're choosing where we want our vibration to be. Do we want to resonate in a place of fear, which is a much lower, a very low vibration, Mm -hmm. fear, and then we get into, um, if you get into anger, it's still a form of fear, but it's a little higher than, let's say, apathy, right? Um, But then we get into courage, maybe, to do something different. Then Mm -hmm. we get into willingness, which is a higher vibration. Then we get into, you know, like, okay, some uh, some energetic willingness, and now I'm reasoning, I'm getting into higher vibratory stages until I get into love. Mm-hmm. Once I'm hitting in that love vibration, I'm at a state where nothing can really, can really enter into my field because I'm more like exuding. Mm-hmm. So if you're ex- in love state, you're like, ha, <laughs> right? So it's like anything that comes at you just kind of fizzles out in the ha. Like, ha, that doesn't make it, it to it, you. <laughs> it, it doesn't really get into your energy field because you're putting out this this love higher vibration Correct. and the lower vibrations don't, it's it's like attracts like and they're not attracted to that. So they just disappear or go somewhere And it can't exist within it, actually. Yeah. Just vibrationally physics. It can't physically exist there. Mm-hmm. That vibration is too dense mm-hmm. to exist within those higher vibratory fields. So the higher vibrationally we vibrate, the less we encounter those denser fields or those darker energies. However, if we're vibrating in a place of fear, and right now you can really see why is this so much more prevalent now than yes, ever, right? That's it's really because there's so much more fear being churned out than ever. We are everywhere. in a, a yeah. whole time, everywhere. Everywhere is fear. It's fear, 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 fear. There, you could say that one might want you to be afraid, perhaps. <laughs> it seems, it seems, so, seems so crazy <laughs> how much fear and absurdity is being pumped out. So that fear is like threads of cobwebs of energy all over the place mm-hmm. that everyone's walking through. And if we aren't cleaning our energy and being aware of where I want my mind to be and what I want to stay focused on, then you might be getting swept away in those cobwebs of fear, letting it entangle your own energy, letting it cover your own mm-hmm. energy, letting it, it dictate even or determine how one might think or feel or experience life based on this blanket of energies that really aren't yours. Mm-hmm. Right. And... And the clearing, um, I think it would be good for us to talk about different ways to do that. One of the things that I've been doing more recently is that because I am becoming more aware of these entities being around me, uh, that if my way of clearing them is calling, calling them out and sending them to the light. That's what I do. I say, go to the light, go to the light, go to the light. And... And they're and as far as I'm concerned, they're gone. And then I also bring in divine love into my aura, into my body, mind, spirit, as a way to raise my vibration. And by doing that in the morning and doing that at night, and anytime I feel like doing that, I feel I can feel my body when I'm when I'm not doing that. I have more tension and more. Uh, I'm not I'm not at ease, and I might be like tired for no reason, like it's three o'clock. I'm not tired today. I've been clearing all day today (laughs) because I want to be clear for us, for this, for whoever is listening. 
and and my energy feels good and I'm but you know a few days ago I just couldn't stop being tired and I didn't have a physical reason slept eight hours the night before ate well it's like okay so there's something going on in my energy field and whether or not I know exactly what that is I just need to know how to let it go and so can you share some things that you do and you do with people Yes, so you brought up a few different things. So to Mm. me, there's a couple different things. One is energies you pick up, which are transmuted energies, which is things that aren't yours that like we just described. You're with someone, you pick something up, this energy of just anger because maybe you were kind of low and that's not even your energy. Yeah. And so that's just something like what you just described. You can easily do that, which is just claiming your space, claiming that you're in charge of this vessel. Like, I'm in charge of this vessel. Mm-hmm. Nothing has power over me. I am love. I am sovereign. I am free. Three times. Three times. <laughs> I do three times. Yep, yeah, three times. And you just state it, mm. claim it, feel it, be it. It is your reality. We are the creators of a reality. We, the entire game, I, you know, if I can say it like this. You're in a video game, and the entire game is based on whether or not you give your power away. So the entire game is not giving your power away, collecting your pieces, collecting where you dropped your power, picking up those pieces, and then leveling up. So the way we do that is by claiming our power. By claiming, and I mean that in a a way of ourselves, like, I'm in charge of myself. I can choose what I want from my own journey. I don't have to give my, for instance, here's a way we give our power away to, let's say, easy one, family. We all have lots of family that have opinions about what we should be doing, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks they know what you should be doing. So you think in your mind, oh, I should really do blah, blah, because aunt blah, blah thinks I should do blah, blah, right? Right. I should, right there is a telltale that that's probably not in my highest good because I'm shooting on myself Yeah, right there. Shouldn't have to, yeah. And in that should, or I should do this because of blah, blah, I guess I should. I should act like this because I'm a so-and-so. Yeah. So that's what I should do. Just in that one thought, I've given my power away. Mm-hmm. That I've given my power away, that somebody else knows better than I how I need to be in this moment. That's a, so that's a simple one. We go, oh, so wait, no, that's not true. <sighs> Breath is important and you can use it to release anything from your being and also to bring and breathe in the life force around you. That we are the breath of life, right? The breath of God, it grows through all of us, all the infinite source. So that in that moment, <clears throat> you're breathing out and saying no, like that's not, that's not what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And you want to claim your space. So you're bringing in. So after you release, so you're letting go, and you're 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 saying no to that should behavior that you think you're supposed to do because that's what your sister did or your brother did or somebody told you you're supposed to do that. Um, let's just say I should go to college because. I'm 18 years old and that's what I'm supposed to do because my whole family wants me to do that. And in order to get to your truth, you have to let go of that and tune into you and bring in positive energy without any of that, without fear of what anyone's going to say when you get to your truth. 
and and dive into that because that's what's needed now we need <laughs> we need each of us to be living our truth and not living for anyone else or in a place of fear that oh i better do this because otherwise xyz is going to happen right totally yeah. and that, and that kind of goes back to some of the tools we've talked about before like getting in touch when something comes up ooh that's not mine or why do i feel bad putting your hands on your body, a hand on your chest, on your heart space, a hand on your abdomen. Mm. That automatically is another tool that starts to help you get into balance. It starts to help you feel um, just realigned, your energies. You're aligning your energy. And then you also can feel into yourself. Then you're feeling like, ooh, what's really going on here? What am I really feeling? What's really happening here? So in that should example, mm -hmm. you're saying, no, I, you know, I love you, Aunt Jane, or whatever. I love you, Aunt Jane, but I don't need your opinions right now. I can make choices for myself. What is it that I really feel is the highest good? What do I want to do in my spirit? What am I really feeling is the highest good? Maybe it's not the same as what Aunt Jane wanted. And I can say, but that's not wrong. And I get to choose because maybe I, because I trust myself. I trust my inner wisdom. I trust my guidance. I trust that we're all, we're all different, right? We're not going to be the same. I'm not going to do it like Aunt Jane. Right. Uh, because, and that's great, actually, because I'm going to create my own way to do it. And I get to be influenced by Aunt Jane or whoever else. And thank you for your love and support. And I get to choose and allow myself the freedom to let it come through my vessel. You know, I might hold it a little, that the hoe a little differently. I may hold it like this. Oh, that works for me. But actually, if I hold it like this, that really works for me. Now I'm doing a really good job. For instance, small things. We can choose to create our own way and trust ourselves. So ways we, when we call back our own essence to ourselves and say, no, I have the power to decide, we make a really big choice. Mm -hmm. That's a huge choice because now you've decided that I'm connected to source. Right. And so if I'm connected to source, then I have the answers I need. I don't need to know anything. I just need to be connected to source. And that kind of goes back to we were talking about the heart of God mm -hmm. in our last show and being in the heart of God. So if we can choose to come into the heart of God or the heart of love, choose that I want to be my best and brightest, most loving self. I want to embrace my life. I want to release what does not serve me. And if I'm making that choice, then I tune into connecting to the earth, which brings us to more tools, connecting to the earth, connecting to source, and resonating my energy field here. Now, there are meditations, and I have a lot of them on my YouTube, Mikkel Anna. Please use them. Um, there's Daily Jam, I highly suggest. Um, and I suggest, as Isla was saying, um, a.m. and p.m., so morning and evening, to use tools to center your energy, release energies that do not serve, come into balance, and protect your energy field so that because we are what we just said, walking through cobwebs and such, so we want to protect our energy. We want to mm -hmm. be proactive. We want to clear, and we want to protect so we use energy fields and tools to protect our energy. And then again, simple, simple ways to do this. Everything is words, intention, and action, right? Our in, in our intention. Mm -hmm. So if we are saying with ourselves, I even if it's simple as I just ask to protect my energy field, right? Yeah. That, that's, just speak, say it like it is. You sometimes yes. say, well, I don't know what to say. Well, what do you, just say what you're thinking. 
Right. That in itself can be a prayer. You don't have to know the right thing to say sometimes. Yeah. You can speak from your heart and use that as a prayer. We are literally creating every time we open our mouths. Mm-hmm. You know, so think of that word spelling. We use spelling. Well, you are spelling. <laughs> You're creating spells. spells for yourself. Yeah, for your yourself. Life. And think of how many. So that's another tool and awareness of how can I free myself more. Well, I can choose to use a language which frees me. If I'm if I'm imprisoning myself with just my own phrases, like we've talked about that. The 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 whole language thing, how we language things, how we use words that empower us versus not empowering us. Like, oh, I should really go get some, you know, bread before I go home. That's that's a lower I can feel the 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 the, the, the restriction, the yeah, burden the burden of that, that versus like, oh, I think I'll stop and get some of this on the way home. It's a very different feeling to me. So, and, and also for those of you listening, continue to pay more attention to how you feel when you speak, and how you feel when someone else speaks to you. It's like, do you feel, you know, a little constricted when when somebody says certain things to you? Just pay attention to that uh, if you're not already paying attention to that, if you're not already aware of that. So while you were talking, <laughs> uh, funny that you should say Aunt Jane. Jane was my mother. Oh. So as you were saying Aunt Jane, I'm like, okay, she had something to say. My mother was a very, had a very strong opinion. She was a Leo like myself. And I, um, I wasn't afraid of my mother, but I didn't want to upset my mother. So bringing that to today, it's like, it, it's taken me, she's been gone for many years uh, to the other side, and it's been taken me many years to kind of like continue to empower me about me, not what my mother might have thought was good for me, or you know what I mean? Part of our own identity as we grow up is being okay with me, even if those around me aren't. And that's not always easy when you're a teenager or in your 20s is to be true to yourself. Um, Anyway, I also wanted to say that um, you were talking about uh, connecting with nature. And I find it's very, very helpful to actually touch nature if I can, Uh, especially those of you who are listening in Kohala can do this. Maybe in other parts of the uh, world where it might be cold right now, it's harder to get... You know, you can't go barefoot outside, <laughs> but you can go and touch a tree. You can take your glove off and just skin to nature, leaves, branches, just to get some of that magnetic, electromagnetic energy from the earth uh, as a way to ground and connect to the earth. So mm-hmm. you're, you're looking like you want to say something. So <laughs> go I, ahead. I'm with you completely. I, I love that. And I, I definitely agree. Nature and grounding, if you can spend 10 minutes barefoot on the ground that's great mm-hmm. and if you can't like Isla said I love the tree and the glove mm. go for it because that's really we are connected to the earth and that's where we that's our that's our computer like our source instead what are we holding in our hands all the time oh a little black box yeah and it's got a whole thing that it'd like for us to connect to too so we want to maybe give more time to connecting to our natural computer yeah and less time connecting to the black box mm-hmm at any rate, I also wanted to bring up also when you were bringing that about your mom is that that brings us to the second way that we create 
you know, um, you're talking about energies being on you. Well, one is transmuted energies, clearing just things that aren't yours that are you run into and just claiming your space. But then the second thing is things that are ours that we cr- invite in with mm-hmm. our own disempowerment, like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And that a thought form creates, I'm going to call it a snake. So you can visualize that. Let's say that, you know, I've, um, we can have a snake of depression. Mm-hmm. Let's say, you know, I'm just highly depressed and I can't get out of it. That snake, oh, I don't feel good enough. I'm not worthy. That becomes an energy and it turns into, imagine it's like a snake mm-hmm. and it's literally slithering in your body as an energy. And until we choose to let go and look at something, and it can be like Isla gave you a really great example of how something that her, and even just now, like she flashed that her mother, that wow, that's happening in my life now. Like I can still see, or I can see where that still plays out, where that energy because we, they're so deep, they're so buried. And that's mm. a lot of what our, my work gets into, mm. you know, as we go into deeper aspects of what we're holding on to, what looks like one thing in your life right now is really just the same thing you've been recreating since you were seven, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, just a different person, it's maybe. It's just a different person. Yeah. It looks like a different movie. It has a different yes. scenario, but the root yeah. of it is the same. I'm still like not getting my needs met. I'm still feeling like, a, B, C, or D, right? Yeah. That, that yeah. you're still playing out. So for me, you know, I can say that for me, it was, you know, I'm, I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough played out a lot. Like, you know, so you keep recreating a sn- or abandonment because, you know, maybe because of I come from a divorce family. So then, you know, that plays out right. for a child at three that you're not going to be that, oh, no, I'm abandoned. And that's not really what happens, of course, but that's the energies that some we're all just kids. <laughs> we get... We get traumatized. Right. And so then you feel, I felt abandoned. Like, oh, no, they're never going to be, you're not going to be here. And so I'm, see me, see me, see me. And my dad wasn't around. So that creates all these setups. Mm-hmm. Not on him, it, uh, you know, or no fault of his. It, it, it isn't the other. The other person is just part of the story. Part of the story. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which creates the setup that then I get to go, oh, I need to heal that piece. And so I may, it took me a long time to see that I keep playing this piece out again and again and again and again. Yeah. And until you then use that mirror, and that's why I say use the mirrors, because whatever is in front of you is what's still going on with you. Right. You know, so right. I can't see myself until there's something in front of me that reflects it. So mm-hmm. if you use all those mirrors, you see what's still left and you can then you can start dismantling the own negative energies or disempowering energies or just not serving energies that we are carrying ourselves and bring back our power to go, no, I am worthy. I am loved. I am lovable. I am good enough. And so that process you can do through meditation is the most important place to go and developing a relationship with the inner child which we've touched on as well. Um, and, and there's tools for that. You, again, use, use the resources we have, islaallgood.com, michaelanna.love, um, actually have a website, but there's YouTube, Michaelanna, mm-hmm. that has all kinds of stuff on there. Um, so please, um, please use those tools. Because to me, for me, the inner relationship with the inner child is kind of like, that's the ticket. Mm-hmm. We can't really get there without creating this like inner, and it's not even just the inner child. It could have been me two years ago. <laughs> it could have right. been me yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah because inner, it keeps happening. It's right? it's still po- we're always growing and learning, and things are continuously happening in our lives to help us to get to the next place. Which brings me to uh, the word victim. 
I was watching a video the other day of this woman who does a lot of channeling and she was talking about something that happened recently and and she said, I, I want to be really clear that I'm not a victim in this. Even though this all happened and it sounds that way, that's not what this is. It's just showing me something that I need to see. That's right. And what happened to me at seven that was seemed horrible, I wasn't a victim of that either. It was something that was showing, th that was there for a reason. And it's I, I just found that very, very powerful. It's something that I've certainly Im embodied myself in my own life. And it's not easy to, to have that attitude that I'm not a victim when some really nasty stuff might be happening. Uh, whether it's an accident or someone's particularly mean to somebody else or physically harmful or whatever, is to be able to look at that from a bigger picture, that this is all part of the life experience. And through these things, I learn and I grow and I can, I can be more of who I am, who I came here to be. Um, Absolutely, totally. And, and a victim to me is another program that gets yeah, set in, of yeah. course, through a lot of different ways, things you just said. Mm. Um, I myself have been through, you know, 20 years ago, was in an abusive situation for a year that was horrible and uh, took me down to the depths of my shame, pulled through and I got my pieces, which were my own. Yeah. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Right. Those were mine. I wouldn't have been there had I not had those pieces that were lost, that I wasn't feeling my own unworthiness, hitting myself on the head. And then it just showed up in my physical reality in that way because, again, the mirrors. Yeah. So then I went to my own personal hell, picked up my pieces and healed it, right? And got to mm -hmm. use that and say, like you were saying, I, I don't see that as a victim either. I see that as a powerful experience I want to go fast I want to learn so give me a hard one so I can get there quicker and so I can use the mirror and pick up my stuff and heal myself and so I see that it was like that's where I was and that's what we all we have to come to this place of forgiveness even when you've done something like okay I can't believe I was there I can't believe how what was I so stupid or what was I this I could I I did hit myself on the head like that and you have to go we're all just kids in density mm -hmm. and it's hard to be here it's traumatic it's intense we've all experienced trauma in mm -hmm. some way you know anger abuse jealousy fear whatever anxiety even when it's sometimes out of goodness people traumatize each other you know i want you to be the best you can be to a fault right you know yeah. it can be it can be the other way around it doesn't have to be something abusive to be traumatic it's traumatizing to have, you know, expectation, you know, burden, obligation, all those kind of words or anything that throws us off of being in our natural true state, which is allowing free flowing love mm. to be present where we feel free and, and inspired and in allowing that's our natural state is to feel that kind of open and smile that that's our so whenever we're not we're feeling that's expansive right whenever we're feeling constricted it's from something out that we're either resonating in like that we're buying into a belief a program mm -hmm. and and so i just wanted to just speak to that with you that that's like that's the powerful work is seeing where we're doing that where we're giving our power away where we're still buying into this belief system or this thing that happened to us and we're saying, instead of saying I'm a victim, let's say, 
like you said, let's say I'm responsible for myself. Thank you yeah. for this reflection. Thank you for this. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. the opportunity. To wake me up in this Thank way. Thank you. Yes, yeah. because without this shakeup, without this thing, I can't get to the next place and I don't want to be in sublime. <laughs> do, 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 do. Let's no, shake it up. I want to go. Yeah, let's yeah. go. So yeah. use what's in front of us. Use yeah. those things to propel us forward, to give us that inspiration. And speaking of inspiration, we're going to take a station break <laughs> and then we're going to come right back. Hang in there. And if you have any questions or comments, please give us a call at 808-884-5657. 884-5657. We'll be right back. Housing prices and rental costs in North Kohala have risen steeply in recent years. Many longtime residents are struggling to find an affordable place to live. The North Kohala Affordable Housing Group is working to find funding to meet our local housing needs. To help this effort, they are conducting a survey to gather information from community members about what is needed in North Kohala. Please take a few minutes to fill out the survey online and make your voice heard. Go to SurveyMonkey dot com slash r slash n-k-a-h-g that's surveymonkey.com slash r slash n-k-a-h-g you can also pick up a mailing copy of the survey at many of the local bulletin boards mahalo for your participation Women's Voices on KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala with your host Isla Allgood. I'm proud to say that I've been doing this show now for six years and I still find amazing songs and spoken words by female artists from right here in Kohala and around the world. Tune in to 96.1 FM or stream live at www.knkr.org. Welcome back. You're listening to KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala. This is Isla Allgood and... Mikkel Anna. On Intuitive Talk Story. It's already 3.34 and we've been buzzing along. If you have any questions, call us at 884-5657. Mikkel, I wanted to ask you, because you do work with people every day, um, can you share a little bit about what you do and then what happens after they leave you, after a person leaves you? um, Can whatever you help them undo come back the next day? And what, a little bit about that. Okay, yes. So, okay, so um, in working with uh, clients, Basically, we're creating a, a sacred container, a sacred space to do spiritual work within and to bring in, um, you know, guides and our ascended masters to help us to to um, look and see and, and work with energy. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes with the physical body as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so often... Um, 
I'm in the job of creating lighthouses. Like I'm not here to heal any. I'm not here to heal anyone. I just yeah. am a really good house cleaner. I, I love that. I I'm in the job of light creating uh, lighthouses. Yeah, so clearing so, the 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 junk away. And then you're so a lighthouse. So that the light. So that you can be a lighthouse. Yeah. And that you can shine the light and be a light. We're in your world. Like yeah. my job is to help you know thyself. Mm. And then you can know thyself and then you help the next person know thyself, etc. And so, you know, um, I do have lots of clients I've supported for many years that see me often or see me weekly. Mm -hmm. And that's in maintenance and continuing to uncover or do deeper spiritual work. Mm -hmm. um, so, we, you know, I do have clients that I build long term relationships with. And then I also have people who see me once a month or see me once and once. have a pivotal yeah. experience. Um, you know, because I work with clients from all over the world. So there's a multitude of different ways I work. Mm -hmm. um, but in essence, I am helping you to uncover um, yourself and to own your own power like we've been discussing. And we'll usually take you into a meditative state yourself so that you are navigating with me your energy to at least a certain degree mm -hmm. um, that you're part of that because it's you. You're I could, So like you just said, can it come back tomorrow? Absolutely. Because if you're like we just talked about now, transmuted energies are one thing that's not going to come back. Um, some, you know, if you had somebody else's stuff on, you pick some that's not going to come back. But let's say you have your own victim snake. I can mm -hmm. clear that for you today and give you a chance to get some clarity yeah. and to see yourself and to go, oh, I'm not really thinking about that anymore. I'm not thinking about this. I feel a little more neutral. That's basically I've given you a window new to neutrality mm -hmm. to kind of see what you're not running. That's mm -hmm. the opportunity you have for about 24 hours mm -hmm. is to see what you're not running because mm -hmm. it's gone right now. But the second you kind of like you can, have, you can fall right back in. Yeah, well, you can have. Yeah, someone comes up. Well, you look nice hair. I don't know. They yeah. say something that makes critical, critical that, that hits your lifts your trigger, and you go right back into that feeling, and you bring the snake. You just like breed the snake back in, <laughs> and it's yeah. maybe it's small at first, but it just starts growing again, yeah. basically, because you birth that same program because you're still running the negative thought forms, and you're still buying in to the thought patterns. So, in order for there to be true change, we have to, along with clearing something. We're also looking to see if there are emotional threads or roots. So if there's wounding that's at the core of that, like there's a mm -hmm. core wound associated mm -hmm. with that that program. So we need to clear the root. Like just when you're gardening, you ca if you cut mm -hmm. the, you keep cutting the weed, it's going right. to just keep coming back. Right, it'll be back it's tomorrow. It's the same thing. Yeah. You have to get to the root and you have to pull out the root and mm -hmm. then you're done. Then that thing won't come back anymore because mm -hmm. you're done. You leveled up. You're really, you spiraled yeah. it out. You pulled it from the root. But that means looking at like, okay, like I just exampled myself, my self-worthiness around abandonment. I have to really, and there was memories of like, you know, waiting for my dad and, you know, something or whatever. Well, you have all, we have all this you, evidence mm -hmm. that builds the story. Yes. Yeah. It's all I, story. I, you know, as a writer, I, I'm taking a class on, uh, online writing class mm -hmm. and it talks about the story and. And I realized that there are stories that, depending on how we tell them, perpetuates that snake, that energy exactly. of victim or trauma or drama versus, okay, this happened. It's not in denial. And I think that's really important is that it's not about denying that something happened the way it happened. It's just getting to the root of it, the understanding that you need to get from it. 
and then changing that story. So Right. So that comes, let's, for example, um, let's say I had, um, let's just an example, you're a child and you have an alcoholic mother. Mm-hmm. And she's not there to care for you. That when you're three, you don't understand that she's messed up. That she's does you don't understand all that. You just understand she's not there. Help! She's laying there and she can't do anything for me. That's all you understand, and that hurts. And so you might think I'm horrible. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I'm not loved. That's what that young yes. little mind is thinking. Mm-hmm. So you drop your your like love on the ground. Like you drive. Well, I guess I'm not worthy. And I like drop a bunch of my jewels on the floor in that memory. Okay, so what I can do if I go back, now we might, so this is something I help someone do and also give you tools to just do, you could do it yourself right now and you can go on my YouTube channel, there's a video called Reclaiming Your Power, um, Moving Through Trauma, that explains this process in kind of more detail, but um, that is basically you're going into that memory room via meditation, getting in in connection with your inner child self and you're freezing that memory and then you're actually picking up those pieces, those jewels you dropped on the floor. Part of why the reactions are so strong for us when we're like in a reactionary state is we go right back in. It's because we have energy out, the pearls out, there was a jewel out. I still have trauma in that memory. I haven't reclaimed it. So it's still sitting there. And so I have to go into that memory and show my inner self, see your mom wasn't the, she didn't hate you. (laughs) She did not love you. She was sad. She didn't understand herself. She was hurt. She didn't have tools. Someone hurt her, and this is why she's where she's at, and she Mm -hmm. didn't mean to hurt me, and she's just, poor thing, let's actually feel some compassion for where she's at and fill her Mm -hmm. up with purple light, and I can forgive her and see that I'm worthy and loved and I'm valuable, and me as the higher self, I'm holding that inner self. I'll love you. I've got you. I'm going to give you what you need. You're giving your inner self what it is she really needs or he needs in that moment. You're diffusing that situation. You're calling back all that energy and the pearls you left on the ground bringing them to yourself and bringing your energy back from that moment. Now, when I need to stock my mind, now once I've done that, then I'm going to be offered the ability to be tested on that tomorrow, let's say. Yeah. And someone's going to come and say something that's going to match that trigger and it, like, are you really done? And I can go, I'm going to, if I give myself breath right there, I need to breathe. That's my first tool. And we take a breath. If Mm -hmm. the first thing I do when I feel anything is just take a breath. Because if you can take a deep breath that gives you long enough to make a choice. And you have to make that choice within like two seconds. Because really, then otherwise the tape starts running. So, But now that we've retrieved the pearl, tapes it's not so reactive. Because I've got the energy back now and go, oh, actually I want to make a choice and not feel offended right here. Because I'm loved and I'm valued. Mm-hmm. And I can think that in myself and then respond to the person and realize, oh, that's not where they were coming from anyway. I'm just, that was where my old program, because I was running this program via the situation with my mother, was really what I've been, I've been playing out mm-hmm. all this time is my mom's relationship with myself via, instead of what's right in front of me. Because most of the time, whatever's right in front of you is not what's going on it's not why you feel bad or whatever is it goes back to something something else yeah something from before and you know that reminds me of of somebody i knew for many many years who had real abandonment issues uh because of some early childhood experiences uh he had and something he never i you know sometimes it's easier to see in somebody else uh the example 
So as, as I'm saying this, it's not to make this other person wrong, but just to say that by seeing it in somebody else, it helps me to recognize it in myself. Right. And I saw this person, abandonment issues, and then he'd be very afraid that his girlfriend was going to leave him and just always in fear over that. And then as he got older, he was afraid the kids, what if something happens to the kids? So it was always being played out, abandonment was being played out with whoever was in front of him, whether it was his girlfriend or his kid or his friend, it was somebody was gonna abandon him again because he never made peace with that and he never chose to look at that. And so for me, seeing that, it's like, first of all, I have compassion for this person <laughs> and that they're just trailing this through their whole life and what am I, maybe I have something like that, that that I can look at. So for me, it helps me sometimes to see some things going on in somebody else and then say, okay, it's not all about them anyway, right? So maybe there's something in there that I want to be looking at. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. I think it's actually yeah. easier to see in other people because it's hard for us to see ourselves. Yeah. So when we, when we do recognize it in someone else and we see it, the good news is, is that I feel like that's when you know you're ready to see it in yourself. Yeah. When you're able to see it in someone else, you're like, oh, gosh, I think I do that. Huh. <laughs> oh, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. no, I'm going to change it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I don't mm -hmm. want to act like that. I've definitely felt that way. Mm. and been like, I'm going to change that behavior. That's what I do. And that's horrible. <laughs> and I need to do something different. So let's heal yeah. it. You know, that's the motivation sometimes to get to the next place. Use that mirror. Yeah. I don't want to do that behavior. Yeah. I, I get to choose. And therein lies the most important thing is we have the power. Yeah. I get to choose if I'm going to heal it, look at it, fix it, change it, do whatever. It's a choice. Mm -hmm. And that we all have that choice. And that's really, I think, what's really exciting about right now. You know, it's everything is just kind of polarizing and it's really getting more like thick. You either it's not as before. It was just like, ah, oh, did if you want, if you want to grow, grow. If you don't, don't. Right, but right. Now no, we could all kind of coexist in these whatever. different realities. Yeah, it's but all that's good. not. But now it's polarizing and you kind of yeah. got to grow. Yeah. If, I mean, if you so choose, the opportunity is presented, if you so choose, is to grow because it, it's, um, we're in this very, um, well, we're in the ascension time, and I'll just share a, a little, I'm not an astrologer, this comes more from an earth grid friend, worker who does more of work on the earth grid, I do mm -hmm. a bit of that, but um, she was sharing with me, you know, uh, the astrolo astrological things of this month, but there's three Three, three, threes this month with the numerology thing. Yep. Um, and that first seeding the solar eclipse brought in obviously a chance to purge. Many of us might be letting go, feeling mm -hmm. a lot of change, a lot of things leaving. A lot of change. That is the time. So this last, I would reflect on the work-wise with client base, et cetera, that that's been a big theme in the last two weeks. And I've been calling it the dark Lord layer, but it's all the darkness, all the places of darkness we've experienced in ourselves, forgiving, accepting, removing and releasing and transmuting um, into living light that oh, which we've all been through or many, you know, if you've been around the circle, that's uh, we're releasing and purging anything that does not serve as you move into this higher realm, as we move into this greater expansion, what do you not want to take with you? Which is pretty much what Isla was saying. Well, all those stories, we don't need to take all those stories with us. Let's leave all the stories behind and be the infinite light that 
which you are and resonate into, you know, creative expansion. And that's the opportunity presented. And so that next one is 12-12-21, um, which is a 3-3-3. Three, three, three. And then yeah. the solstice, 12-21-21. And then that's three 3-3-3s in this December month, which is a 3, which is all about completion, all about the nine, you know, it's a completion. You're, we're, ch- we're finishing up this story and mm. the opportunity or the presented is to now create a new beginning. And this is where um, many of us are choosing to step into creating the new earth. New uh, earth, The yes. new earth and to create one, which is a really cooperation, harmony, unity is a mm-hmm. key word in that. It's moving out of the framework of hierarchy and duality and moving into the framework of oneness, mm-hmm. of unification, of love and joy and, and communication, cooperation. So that in order for us to do that, well, it makes sense. We have to look at all those dark places in ourselves and face them so that we can sit at the table of unity together mm-hmm. and me loving myself, Isla loving herself and everyone else at the table loving themselves and just share and create and build the new earth with love and intention because mm-hmm. we have the highest good in our hearts and minds for all yeah. at all times because if I'm connected to divine source energy and I am you and you are me then what else would I be doing? So as you're talking about the dates, uh, reminds me that the next time we get together here is in January. And I want to encourage people as we're talking about these dates that over the next few weeks, you really look at purging. Mm-hmm. And if it helps you to write it down, write down the things, the qualities, the experiences you want to let go of. Uh, And then as we get closer to the first of the year, as we get over that winter solstice, look at what you want to bring in as we're talking about unity and compassion and love and creation, co-creation. Look at those things and put that down on something. Write it down if you can or record it or something. Where you're speaking it out loud or you're writing it, it, it kind of makes it more, uh, solidifies it a little bit more. Yeah, and I really suggest with that is really the speaking is the easiest way you can do Mm -hmm. it. You can say things in your car by yourself. Most people are, have opportunity just anytime you're brushing in the bathroom. I mean, speak a few things to yourself. You think again, you're, you're programming your own computer, what you want, you know, you're programming in. Mm -hmm. I am, I am love. I am sovereign. I am free for instance, but you're putting that into your body computer and you can also do things like, for instance, instead of saying good morning, which morning is what kind of Sad. sadness. Yeah. Well, maybe I don't want to say that. How about good rising? So just changing one piece in our language back to that language piece mm-hmm. can really shift the energy of the day. Mm-hmm. And so we choose words that are going to be empowering. And that looks like with your physical body, we've, which we've talked about before. But I wanted to bring up like, you know, if I'm saying, oh, that darn wrist, it hurts again. That's not helping me. If I say, oh, my wrist is healing and feeling better each and every day. I'm experiencing a little discomfort, but it is moving out of my body. I was just talking to somebody yesterday who was struggling with some anxiety. And she kept saying, you know, my anxiety, my anxiety, my anxiety. And I said, just if you could just take a breath for a moment and reframe it that it's not yours. You don't have to own the anxiety. You can just be experiencing it. 
like I'm having some anxiety versus my anxiety because mm-hmm. we don't want to keep that in the body. We don't want to keep doesn't belong and she to wants you. to get rid of yeah. it. It's not like she doesn't want to get rid of it. She's trying to understand it. But something that the simple, language. the language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, you know, my like you said, my bad wrist or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's important that we do that. And well, and this is um, and I'm going to just go for the jugular on this one. Uh, so kind of like this, prayers, intentions, uh, we've basically on this planet, I've always thought of the golden thread, religions, and I think of the golden thread of, is, of all that is, which is the truth mm-hmm. that connects us all. Mm-hmm. Well, many religions still engage in things like um, animal sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Now, for instance, that's a distortion that's not the fault of a person or people, but we can engage in things that we don't understand. Mm-hmm. And I can pray, 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 and then I kill a goat in the name of the prayer. Yeah. And, well, I've just nullified my prayer, or I've just actually spiraled it downward, mm-hmm. and I've put it into a more darkness because I'm using death as part of my prayer versus life. Mm-hmm. And that's just, there was a misconception somewhere that right. got put in there that we, and then we're literally, we're literally spelling ourselves. Like I did that to myself. I don't mean to, but it, it changes the, it because energetically and vibrationally it has, those things all have meaning and they have energies. So we, we're making choices all the time that we don't even understand. Right. So we don't want to be mindless. We want to be mindful. Right. So not to do things mindlessly because somebody told us to, yeah, some well, ritual. We, <laughs> we want to be mindful and and knowing what your truth is and the more you get to know what your truth is, the more mindful you can be. And we've been living in a world where we just follow we've been following leaders and following what we're told for a very, very long time, and this is part of this whole this ascension in New problem. Earth. <laughs> well, it's it's a problem that's shifting. Yes, and absolutely. we're we're here to talk and to, <laughs> to to help that energy shift to where we each of us gets to know our truth, our individual truth, but then we collectively come together yes. for the truth yes. and create this new New Earth and this new place to live. In a beautiful way. <laughs> and, and you bring up that people uh, go with, well, they just do what they're told. And that's part mm-hmm. of claim, uh, you're claiming your power, right? Maybe I need to ask questions. Maybe I should find out what's really happening. Mm-hmm. Maybe I ought to ask why I'm doing this. Maybe I ought to ask where this memo came from. Maybe I ought to ask, because that's how a lot of things happen. People always think, how can great evil go down? Oh, that would never happen. Yeah. Well, it's not actually that hard. Nobody asks any questions. You just People, do it. You get just it, you go, just do it. I got an email. I don't it. know. I got an email, and that's the new thing. So that's what we do now. I don't know where, I don't know who sent it. I don't know where from. I'm just a good employee, and I do what I'm told. Right. So right. let's and think I wanna, about that for a minute. I want to get I want to get a promotion, so e- I'm going to do what I'm told. Yeah. yeah. So asking questions, people out there, and standing for your freedom, and your your own space and your energy, claiming your own energy, your own personal power, and knowing that what you know and what trusting the self, mm-hmm. trust your own wisdom. Bottom line, you mm-hmm. know, nobody can tell anybody what to do. Let's mm-hmm. all just trust ourselves. And if we connect to our own divine source, connect to the earth, remove things that do not serve us, then we get into real alignment of what that really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as we have our, um, as we get to know our own truth, then when we're told things, we question. And, you know, I can remember throughout my life, 
I was always a kid who had questions, but the the school, the teachers, m most often didn't want those kind of kids asking constant questions. <laughs> like, you know, why is, you know, wh why do we do this or why is this? And I remember going to Sunday school and uh, another place I'd ask questions <laughs> and that wasn't encouraged. Like, you don't ask questions. This is the truth and this is it. And you don't, you don't, that's it. And so you have to think, are these systems that we want to continue to perpetuate? Yeah. And so in the new earth, the opportunity here to me is, hey, guys out there, let's stop doing what doesn't work. Yeah. Let's start creating what does work. We don't have to do the old ways. Mm -hmm. We can be new innovators, creators. We have so many amazing, innovative people mm -hmm. who are creating new systems right now and who are putting energy towards new ways and food production and mm -hmm. health and wellness. Education. And education in a way that where it makes sense. You know, our, our education system in its current situation was really developed to create factory workers. Right. You know, to sit at desks for eight hours yep. was, is, was for a reason before wartime. It, we're not in that now. We need different tools. We need different things. We need to create education that matches what's happening now. And what's going to help us evolve. Right. Right. Not putting a kid in a classroom for That's right. eight hours. That's yeah. right. You need yeah. to move to understand yourself. To me, mm -hmm. you know, it's... Know I, your body. Right. And we are engaged in a bit of living light school with children as I've been teaching children for the last 15 years here in Kohala. Mm -hmm. um, and we are still remaining to teach uh, small group classes in that forum, which is around moving, dancing, mm -hmm. meditating, breathing, Using and nature. Art. You take nature. your your kids out in the woods there. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we got to be involved and hands on in our world and be connected to mm -hmm. it. Right. You know, here in you know our community, I just you know we have such an incredible local community. Uh, our practices here of fishing, of being with the land, of going with the sea. Right. You know, we need to engage in the thing of playing music, and singing, and remembering playing drums. Uh, on all those things. Oh, which yeah. I need to say, I guess, since I'm on the radio, may I say a quick disclaimer of the drums? I'm going to write a letter. May I bring that in for a moment? Go ahead. I just want to say to the community out there, if you hear drums wafting through the air oh. <laughs> on Sundays and two afternoons with some a few small group of children, I please and pray that hope that you love and appreciate that we are learning and becoming more interactive with the brain and making music and engaging in cultural practice. And um, I am working, we are working to create more, uh, you know, less, less drums are loud. So <laughs> we're working on it, but um, please no, we mean you no harm. It's not meant to disturb. It's, it's, and, and like I've said before, when uh, you all used to drum upstairs in our barn, which was the bamboo barn. Yeah. And, and I would go for a swim in the morning and sometimes was too tired to do that. And I'd go lay underneath in the bed, yeah. right underneath all of the drums. And I would go out cold into a sleep. Yeah. So for me, that really tells me that it's not that the loudness, drumming being loud is not disturbing. It's that rhythm that lulls us into who we really are, connects us to who we really are. So, because there's rhythm in every area of our life. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We, if we, it's our heartbeat. It's yeah. who we are, and it's a way to really connect to ourselves. 
and with each other and to you know bring peace and um, left right brain connection which are again all another great tools mm-hmm. to activate ourselves and to keep ourselves clear vibration drums actually help clear you mm-hmm. for instance because you're you're playing the vibration you're changing the well that's good because i am always drumming on something yeah, see, you're, you're changing it up, changing I, the frequency. I drum in, I drum on my teeth, which makes my uh, son laugh. He's like, I, I don't, I, have you tried something else? I'm like, no, I just like it. Hilarious. It just happens. Anyway, um, it's it's four o'clock, so we are going to say thank you so much uh, to all of those of you out there who are listening and give us feedback about the show. Please do that to myself or Mikkel anytime, and. Uh, happy and safe holidays to everybody. Uh, and I wish you all a, uh, 